Okay, so first of all, it's a short half today. First of all, today's learning um, is for the refuah for all those that are hurting Yisrael, the protection of the soldiers and the return of the captives, and Lili Nishmas, those that were killed, even though they're Kedosh and Elian. Um, uh, it's a Zechon Nishmas from Moshe and Nachman Alevi, and Yaakov and Shagafai Alevi, Sarlei Bashmul Sviach, and Mepesa, and Yisrael, and Rav and So, Oh, also, one more thing: the, the Kiddush the Shabbos is sponsored uh, in honor of what we're about to fi- finish the Nashim. Right after davening, we'll make a siyum, and then the Kiddush down here. So, if anyone wants to be mishtatif, join, please, uh, please contact me. We're up to the Mishnah on Daf. Time you think you're gonna be finished davening? Eleven o'clock. I mean, it should be it should be and the money like regular to your father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, we're up to the Mishnah and Daf Pei Beizam and Aleph. The Mishnah says like this, Lo yilmad adam ravak soifrim. So, the Mishnah said like this, um, you should not have, it's not good to have uh, a single guy teaching young children. Now, the Gemara is going to explain this is not because we're worried that, that he's doing anything to young children. It is very simple. The women, the mothers would bring the kids to the school and they're worried about, you know, interacting. If the guy's married, then Mistama his Yetzirah is a little bit better. But if he's a single guy, he's going to, the moms come in, schmoozes, not, not good things. And a woman should also not teach young children. I think it should be married men. And the, the re- issue with women, uh, the Bach explains, was this is Yichud. Now, why is this Yichud? Because with the, with the male teacher, there's no problem with Yichud, because the male teachers used to teach in a school. So there's no problem with Yichud because there's a school, there's thousands of kids. But the problem was interacting with the moms, with the parents. The women used to teach not in a school, they used to teach at home, alone, more of a Tzniyas thing. And so now the problem is men are going to their private residence. So I guess nowadays the reason why women do teach is because they're teaching in a school. So you don't have the concern of yichud, you don't have other problems. But they used to teach, the women used to teach at home. And that's why there was a yichud problem, because the fathers would go to the woman's home to pick up the children, and now potentially he's alone with her in her home. That's more because it's in the old degree. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revelozer adds, we said before that a single guy shouldn't teach uh, young children because the moms come in and he's interacting. But if you're married, there's no Yitzhahara. But says Rav Lazar, if let's say her, his wife is away, let's say uh, either he's a widow or let's say his wife is gone on vacation for, uh, you know, she's overseas for half a year, whatever it is, he also shouldn't teach. I mean, even though he's married, but his wife's not here. If his wife's not here, practically also uh, not to teach young children. Rav Yudha Aymer, Leira Ravak Behema. Uh, a single guy should not teach, uh, should not, not teach, should not herd cattle. Um, yeah, because uh, don't be around the animals. That was a concern back then. Uh, two um, men should not sleep uh, in the same bed, uh, in the same, uh, under the same blanket. Uh, although we're not really concerned about homosexuality, it's not a good thing. By the way, women are allowed to, but the Aruch HaShulchan says that vaita, you should also avoid. The Chacham Matir and the Chachamim are mekel because they feel that there's no concern. It's a, whether we're chayshish for homosexuality in halacha, that's basically the shayla. The Gemara says, my time, what is the issue with a single guy teaching young children? Ilim Shem Yunuki. Well, I mean, 
your initial thought when you hear young children is like uh, maybe he's going to do something inappropriate to the children. The Gemara says, "Vatanya, Amr loy l'Rav Yehuda le Nechshu Yisal Mishkav Zacher le'Al Behema." That's not a concern. You don't concern a healthy person is not going to do some something as evil as that. So why are you concerned? You're going to ask her all men of Klal Yisrael because that's not a legitimate concern. El Aravik Mishum Imsi Diyunuka Ishum Shum Avsa Diyunuka. Rather, the concern was it's not concerned about the children. It's the moms are going to bring their children to the school, interact with the with the teacher, and it could lead to uh, an inappropriate relationship. The Gemara continues, Rav Lazar said that even if uh, if his wife's not around, so the question is, was Rav Lazar specifically referring to a widow? Meaning, the Tanakhama seemed to only ask a single man, but a widow would be okay, and Rav Lazar saying, no, a widow also? Or is Rav Lazar even saying, what if he's not a widow? What if he's married, but his wife is overseas for a year? Would Rav Lazar also ask her being a teacher under such a situation? Is it where he doesn't have a wife at all, meaning he's a widow or a divorcee? Or even if he's married but his wife's away, you should also be concerned that he's going to have an inappropriate relationship with the mothers of the students. The Brisa clearly speaks it out that it's an issue. Even if he's married, if his wife is overseas, he should not be teaching young children because he's going to interact with the mothers of the students. Rav Tanya, they said to Rav Yehuda, who said that you should not, a single guy should not teach, should not herd cattle, and two men should not sleep under the same bed because he was chayshish, he was concerned about homosexuality and bestiality. But says the Gemara, but that's not a concern. Klal Yisrael, that's not a problem that we have, and therefore that's not something you have to be uh, so crazy about. Very, very long Mishnah. Very, very nice. Very, uh, you know, machshavet dekem Mishnah. Kol shasaka. First, it starts up with Allah. We said before. We said uh, this is basically a kind of a review from yesterday's Gemara that we said that a man is allowed to be two men are allowed to be miachid with one woman. And there are heterim for yichud. But, if you remember what we said yesterday, is libay gaspa. Once you have a relationship with that woman, and you, I don't mean an inappropriate relationship, I mean, you're friends. Once you're friends, a lot of the heterim of yichud go away. So this Misha speaks it out. Kol anyone whose business is with women, let's say he is, uh, I don't know, he, he, he supplies uh, makeup stores with makeup. So he has to go from makeup store to makeup store selling makeup. So he's interacting with women on a daily basis. He can't be miyachid. What does it mean he came out? No one can be miyachid. What it means is all the heterim for yichid go out the window. Why? So Rashi says, because he's liba gaspa. If your whole interaction is supposed to charm women, like, like that's and a relationship, and you're the salesman, they walk in, you know, they know their name, that, that's all the heterim of yichid go out the window. And for this reason, a man should not teach his son a trade that would involve primarily him interacting with women. That is not a very good trade for a, a young man to go into. And meaning it's not, it's not appropriate to put him in such a massive. So give him a, let him be an accountant, let him be something else. He doesn't have to be something specifically that's Isaac with women all day. Rav Meir says you should always, if you're going to teach your kid a trade, teach him a job to be in Nikia and Kala. Nikia and Kala means clean and easy. What do I mean is where there's not much risk of loss, financial loss, and it's not incredibly difficult. The Gemara is going to give an example, uh, like a, uh, what do you call it, the, a st- stitching uh, fabric. It's not much loss, it's not like a high risk, it's not like you know, uh, you're know you a day trader, it's not a big risk of losing all your money, and it's not the most difficult, you're not back-breaking labor. That's a very good, honest profession for a Jew. And once you have the job, here's what you have to do. You've got to dive into Hashem, Why? 
Every profession, whatever it is, has poor people and has wealthy people. There are doctors that are super wealthy, and there are doctors that are not so wealthy. It doesn't, it's not just automatic. If you go into a job, you'll make money. Every job has a high and a low. You could be a very, very hush of a plumber, and you could have a plumber that doesn't make money. So what do you got to do? You got to daven. He says, Every job has poor and rich. Because the money and the money and wealth and the poverty does not come from the job itself. It's It's all based on schosim. So you got to do avantasha. Rav Shimon used to say like this. Rav Shimon said, "Did you ever see an animal that has a job? I mean, the whole concept that we need a job in order to make money is a strange thing because animals don't need right. Animals are taken care of, and the Gemara says, and the Gemara is going to give examples. Of this. You don't see a, like a fox." Who has a store, right? They don't have this. They're all taken care of, right? Every lion is taken care of. He doesn't have a job, but he survives and he's got water and he's got food. Oh, and those animals are not even meant to serve Hashem, they're meant to serve people. And Hashem says, I was created in order to serve Hashem, so I'm a higher level. So of course I shouldn't have a job. So why do I have to go to work? Because of my sins. So according to many Rishonim, it means the sin of Adam Rishon. So my father said, because of the sin of Adam Rishon, but this is not how it's supposed to be. It shouldn't be like this. The Mishnah continues. So Abagurian quotes Abaguria. Abagurian quotes Abaguria as saying the following. This is the rule. He lists, Abaguri, according to this version, lists the following jobs that are not good jobs to have. That is, a chamar, a donkey driver, a gamal, a camel driver, a kadar, a wagon driver, a safan, a sailor, roya, a shepherd, or a storekeeper. Apparently these were very not honest professions. The average one of these were, were thieves. I mean, you can go through each one. A lot of them kind of make sense, but... They're, these are not very classy professions. These, these were historically thieves that, that did this. I mean, sailors, because they just went wherever they went, and they just like stayed in people's houses, and they, they, they robbed. So these were not honest professions. Okay. So do not teach your child any of these traits. Now, according to this, by the way, a camel driver and a sailor is a bad profession. But there's a different version of what he said. No. He said like this, According to this version, yes, donkey drivers are mostly evil. But camel drivers are righteous people, and and sailors are chasidim. Why? Because the reason Sarash explains is because, is because the, the reason being, it was such a dangerous job being a camel driver in the middle of the desert, and, uh, and a boat and a, and, uh, and a sailor was so dangerous that they used to daven to Hashem. That the, so they were chassidim. So according to this version, those are very they're dangerous jobs, but they're not, uh, they're not evildoers. The famous, famous line, Gehenim, the best of profession, uh, physicians are going to Gehenim. So there's different explanations. I mean, the most obvious explanation is that in that profession, um, first of all, there's a very strong inclination to believe you're in control, that you're the Baal HaKaychas Kulam, and also over time you become less sensitive to people that are ill, and that's one of the dangers. So the best uh, doctors go to Gehenna. Okay, but there's other explanation that will vindicate those doctors that you know. And Hakasha Shebetavachim Shutve Shalamolek, and even the most righteous Shoichtim 
are uh, partners with Amalek. The reason being, so this doesn't necessarily mean a, hal- a ritual shaykhet. This doesn't mean like a halachic shaykhet. It means a butcher. Um, with the, with the, not, not a Jewish, but what are we in the, you know, like the average, basically the way the Mepharshim explained it is whenever you do anything, you're affected by that. If you spend all your day killing animals, you'll become less sensitive to killing. So Rav Moshe Feinstein actually has a tshuva where Rav Moshe says that if you're going to kill a bug because the bug is freaking you out, don't do it with your hands. Don't do it with your hands. Like put something on top of it or have a trap. Because Rav Moshe says when you do something with your hands, you become less sensitive to it. And Rav Moshe says the reason why I shaykhed him, the guy's a shaykhed, how is he not, like this Mishnah says, that a partner with Amalek, he says it's because the mitzvah of shechita protects you from that. But if not for that, if, if you're involved all day with just butchering, then you'll become a butcher. That's your mentality. You'll become less sensitive. The Gemara Mishnah continues. Rav Neroi Oimer. Maniach ani kolum It's like a little nachshav at the end of Mesechta. Rav Neroi says, I'll put aside any profession in the world. Vein melamin is b'niel Torah. I'm going to stick with Torah. Why? Because Torah, you get reward in this world, meaning it, it, there's some level of schar in this world of Torah, but the karen is still for the next world. All other trades are not like that. Whatever the profession is, if you become ill or old or no longer capable of doing it, what happens? It walks past you and you go poor, right? It's, right? You die of starvation. That's not the way the Torah is. Torah guards you from evil when you're young. And it protects you in the future. Listen, you've seen this with your own eyes. Rabbonim that are older, they're feeble and they're tired, but the amount of, first of all, the Torah is still there and the amount of COVID that they have, it's not like a, any other profession that it just moves past you. I mean, that's it stays with you forever. What does it say about Torah when you're young? If you have hope in Hashem, you'll have strength. What does it say when you're old? You'll still be fruitful. It still gives you strength. And it says by even when he was old, he had a bracha bakol, which is Torah. And we find that Avram bin he was Isaac and Kol Torah Kulash and Emar. Because Avram obeyed my Torah and he kept my laws. By the way, the the Medrash points it out that Akev is also 172, which he lived 175 years, but he became he found Hashem at the age of three. So Akev means for 172 years, Avram was Isaac and Kola Terakula. Okay, let's start the Gemara. We'll finish up. A lot of the Gemara is going to be review of the Mishnah, which he does it sometimes. Tanur Abonim, Kol anyone whose business is primarily with women, Sarura, his behavior is not going to be good. It's not a good profession for a Judean to be Isaac dealing with women all day. Because it's inappropriate. Kigoyin, Hatsarfin, goldsmiths, they made jewelry for women. Hasarikin, uh, these uh, apparently they would, um, these were tailors for women's clothing. Hanakares, uh, they would clean the mill, uh, the hand mill, the, you know, the, basically uh, like uh, the pots and pans, they would fix them. Vaharoichlin, uh, peddlers of women's toiletries. Hagadim, weavers. Hasafam and barbers, I guess women would bring the kids to the barbers in this year, dealing with women all day. Hakaisman launders, Vagar and bloodletters, Vakulon and a bathhouse attendant, Vaborski and a tanner. Uh, all of these things are not very good professions for a young, good Jewish boy. And more than that, 
we would not take a king or a kain gadol from any of these professions. My time, it's not that they're halachically disqualified from being a melech or a kain gadol. And mishum dezulmanasayu because it's a demeaning work and it's a low class behavior. It would lead them to bad things, and therefore that's we do not want a king or a melech that had such a job. Tanur abanan asar edvarim namru vigara. There are ten things that were said about a blood letter. Mahalach al he walks with gaiva. Ruchay gasa. He thinks as a Balgaiva. Nitla v'yoshev, he reclines when he sits. These are all signs of gaiva. Ve'enay tzara, he's stingy. Ve'enay ra, he has an evil eye. Oichel harbe, eats a lot. Tumay tzikima, but he doesn't give a lot of tzedakah. Bechoshel al-arayis, they were suspected of arayis. V'al-gezel and rabbi, v'al-shrichaz damen. And shrichaz damen, because a lot of times they would kill people. So all these things, blood letters, uh, not the bad, good profession for a Jew. Tarish bar kapar, lo'olam yilmed adam b'nei umnes neki ve'kala. We saw in the Mishnah that a person should teach his son a clean an easy profession, a profession that is not that back laboring, and also low risk of losing all your money. Maihi, what is an example of this? I'm ready to go on the next page. Machta de Talmusa, a type of stitching fabric. It wasn't back-breaking labor, and the risk of losing profession, it was basically, uh, everyone needed it at the time, so it's a pretty basic, it's like coding for now, it's like, I, I, unless AI might take that away, I don't know. But the point is, a profession, insert profession that will be here for a while. The Gemara continues, Tanya, it's like a dentist. Tanya, Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, Any meaningful trade will continue to exist. Meaning, every at all times, there are certain jobs that the world will always need. But some of them are gross and miserable, and some of them are very nice and classy. Pick the good one, right? There's always going to need garbage men, right? That, that's until machines. Machines might take away all this. But I'm all. There was always... You could always need it. Uh, you always need garbage men. You probably also need dentists. So, like, out of the two, uh, you shouldn't pick garbage. The point is, the Gemara says like this: uh, Happy is someone who sees that his parents. If you get to see your parents in a superior job, the opposite is not good. Meaning, the time of the Mishnah. The time of the Gemara, the world always needed perfume people and tanners. Tanners smell disgusting, perfume smell great. That was always a staple. The world needed both. So, like, how lucky you are if you get to have the good one. The world always needs males and females. Better male than female. As our mayor said in the Mishnah, you should always have a, a, a clean and easy profession and then Davin. Because wealth and poverty is not from the job. Every job has people that are successful and every job has people that are failing. It is my gold and it is my silver, says Hashem, Master of hosts. Rav Shimon said, that was the point, he said that really we shouldn't have a job because animals who are a lower form of you of beings than us, they don't have jobs, and he elaborated in the B'raisa, I never saw a deer that produced dried figs. I never saw a deer have a dry fig store. The Ari Sovel, I never saw a lion that schlepped uh, packages. The Shul Chenveni, I never saw a fox that had a, that had a, like a pharmacy and uh, had a store, had an apteca. I like saying that word. But they, I never had a, a fox that had a, had a, had a store. So, 
Yet all these fox and deer and lions are all taken care of. Their parnas is taken care of. And they're only created to serve humans. I'm serving So I shouldn't have to spend my day doing manual labor. But human beings, due to other Mauritian sin, we corrupted our actions and we forfeited our parnas. It was due to the sins that turned away the bracha. Let's finish up with this. I put aside all trade in the world. And all I do is Isaac and Tyra. Because all jobs only help you when you're young and strong and healthy enough to do them. But when you get older, you need welfare, you need Medicare. That's not the way the Tyra is. It protects you from evil when you're young. And it gives you covet when he gets older. It gives you purpose. What does it say when you're young? It gives you hope. It gives you be fruitful and vigorous and strong. And say the Nashim. Mazel tov, guys. On to, the, on to the next one. Pick it up tomorrow. Oh, sorry, I cut him off. <laughs>